the traditional masculinity is basically disappearing. And there is no doubt about that. If, if you are looking on social media now, you can clearly tell what is going on in the world. The traditional masculinity is just basically going away. It's, it's no doubt about that. And one thing I will say about that, before we even go into it, before we go into it, if you like this channel, if you like the previous content that I put out, if you listen to the previous episode and you know about the content that I'm about to put out and you enjoy this, kindly support the brother. It does me a big favor if you can like, comment, and subscribe. It, it does help with the YouTube algorithms. So I will really, really appreciate it if you can do me that favor and just like, comment, and subscribe. Even if you disagree with me, just comment and, and subscribe to the channel. It does me a big, fa uh, big favor. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, if you already did subscribe, I appreciate that and I salute you. So let's, let's get into the topic. The traditional masculinity is basically disappearing. There's, there's no doubt about that, right? If you look at social media now, you can clearly see it for yourself. The world is gradually trying to wipe away masculinity. And that is why it was such an important thing for me. And it meant a lot to me to, to turn around and flip the content that I intended to produce on this channel before to the man, husband, father. Basically, he, his, him in this modern um, pronouns that we, you know, we ask to use and stuff. I barely use these pronouns. I don't need to tell somebody what I am. I, I basically just go with it. Um, but I, I, I flipped this channel around um, to, to talk about man and being a man, being a father, being a husband. And that is what this show is basically about. And on, on this particular episode, I want to talk about 10 rules that is good for a young man or basically for everybody. It's targeted towards young men. That I won't lie about it. It's targeted towards young men, but it will do anybody that will listen a great favor if you can follow some of these rules. Now, if you go on social media, there are a lot of these rules out there. It's not like this is the only thing you're going to hear about rules for young men. There are thousands of them out there. And majority of them are really, really decent. I, I personally have listened to some people's rules for life. And I think they are decent. And if you follow them, they are really good. But these are like rules that personally in my life, I have kind of incorporated in my life that I use how I live. And it's been so far so good for me. I wish I knew this back in you know, my early 20s or my late 20s, it doesn't matter, you know, in my 20s or even in my teenage years, right? I wish I knew this back then. And so I I felt it was great to, to point out, talking about, you know, talking about rules for men or talking about masculinity or being a man, I felt it was necessary for me to bring some of these things out so that men out there, young men out there, even women out there, can put this in your life and it will, it will make a great impact. I do personally believe that. Before we get into it, right, there is the Steven Crowder thing on social media. Now, it is crazy when you look at the video and I didn't want to get into all that, especially because, you know, this channel is new and I wanted to focus on the things that I have planned to talk about. But I wanted to touch on it a little bit and basically just to say, when you go on YouTube right now, there are a lot of 
YouTubers that are basically saying he did nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with a basic marriage arguments and, and things like that. But if you pay very close attention to a lady that is eight months or so, allegedly that is what they're saying, that she was pregnant about eight months at the time. And the kind of tone that was used, that does not speak well of men. And I know there were a lot of YouTubers out there, especially the Red Pill Manosphere people, that I have constantly said I'm not a big fan of them. And I say I'm not a big fan of them, not to say that all of them are like bad. I know there were a lot of people that claim to be Red Pill, but they don't go their stream and they don't do crazy stuff like that. They don't go to that extent of being disrespectful towards people or towards anybody that disagrees with them, you know, things like that, things of that nature. They So I, I basically I'm saying I'm not a big fan of them only because majority that I've seen on social media, I'm not a big fan of. So the exceptions, yes, I, I know there are exceptions to those, but I'm not a big fan of that. And the Steven Crowder thing, it's, it's, it doesn't speak well of men. I would say if you are a man, I understand that sometimes we have our own flaws. We have our own problems that we need to deal with. We have our own internal demon that we need to work on. And that is basically one of the reasons why I, I started this channel, to, to talk about some of these things that we can work on as men to get better at. And, and basically, that is you know a clear example. Before I get into it, I, would, I just want to say... If you are a listener of this channel, I do not support things like the Steven Crowder thing that came out. It does not speak well of men. I don't think men should disrespect women or in any way trying to be controlling. Because if you listen to the audio that came out and for us to believe that somehow Steven Crowder worth millions of dollars, almost $20 million or whatever, allegedly that's why. Google says, but he's definitely a millionaire. Only has one car. That there is some controlling piece to it for me. It, it appears as though it is done on papers to have just one car. That that is what it comes off as. And eight months pregnant. I don't think it's even worth trying to put her to work in any way. She's eight months pregnant. You know. Men, men should pay attention to such things. And I think as men, we need to do better than that. I don't really support that at all. But let's let's go to the, the rules that I was talking about. So these are rules that I have basically, before I get into the rules, uh, let, me, let me point this out as well. This channel, not only am I looking to have this be some education form of a channel, a conversational form of channel, but also to hold me accountable, basically. Because I do believe the more that I do talk about these things, it holds me to the standard of what I'm speaking to. And that makes me believe 100% that it will help me not to even slip myself. So not only am I trying to teach young men or trying to educate other men like myself, I'm also trying to educate myself. And through these things, I'm learning from it. I'm learning myself even more, I should say. But let's let's go into it. And I think that, that is a good piece for the very first rule that I want to talk about. And the rule number one that I, I did put down is identify what you like best about yourself. Rule number one, 
identify what you like best about yourself. It sounds simple and it sounds as though why identify who you are as a person? What is the point? What is the need? It is the important piece that I believe holds the basics of every human being, not just men. Like I mentioned earlier, these rules that I'm mentioning that I'm going to list will be good not for just young men, not for men. Even women can benefit from some of these rules. The reason why I strongly believe this is one of the basics of life is one, when once you learn about yourself, trying to identify what you like best about yourself, it will make you learn about yourself. It will make you learn about who you are as a person. Not in any narcissistic way. Not in that new day and age, I love myself kind of narcissistic kind of thing. No. That is basically understanding who you are as a person so that in this, you can understand the things that you are attracted to, the things that you're not attracted to, the things that are your flaws, things you can work on. Learn all these things. It helps you even attract the right people for your life. It helps you attract those kind of people. For example, if you don't really know, let's just say, before I even go there, let me, let me, let me give this example instead. If you have noticed, a lot of people will have some situations where they wonder, especially women, they ask, why am I always attracting asshole people? Why am I always attracting this type of man? Why am I always attracting this type of women? Why am I always attracting this type of energy? Majority of the time is because you've not taken the time to understand yourself, who you are as a person. Understand you. The things that you care about, the things that you like, these things make it easy to maneuver through life and identify the kind of people you like to be with, the kind of people you need in your circle. So you don't just put yourself out there, add yourself to the shit basically, and then put yourself out there to the wolves because then you open yourself up for anything. And that is why most of the time people attract all these People that later on in life, they realize, why am I always attracting this type of people? You need to take time to understand yourself, understand who you are, understand what you stand for, what you don't stand for, understand the boundaries that you have, understand all these things about you, learn about you. It will help you in maneuvering and attracting the right people that you need. That is rule number one. Rule number two. Especially as a man, women, it's somewhat built in their nature that sometimes women are like that. So the rule number two is don't complain too much, don't talk too much, especially around environments that you are not familiar with, especially around people that you are not used to. Don't complain too much, don't talk too much. As a man, it doesn't speak well of you. Men are vision people. We, we envision things, we plan things, we see a future from afar, and we work our asses off towards it. Being a complainer pretty much puts you in a category that you appear as a man with no vision. We are problem solvers. Men are problem solvers. We love to solve problems. That's why we protect, we provide, we like to fix things. Have you ever heard of a scenario where, especially people that are married, 
I do that all the time. Most of the time that I'll be having a conversation with my wife or my partner and she will be trying to tell me about a story and I say to myself, yeah, yeah. And then, because in my mind as a man, I'm sometimes, which can be really horrible to do to women too. Something, one big thing to pay attention to. Women sometimes want you to listen. And it's one of the things that I, as men, we need to pay attention to. But back to the point that as a man in my head, I'm trying to get to the end. I'm trying to see where I can solve the problem. I'm trying to see where I can be of good use to whatever the problem is, whatever the situation is. We are problem-solving people. And that is why if you listen to a lot of couples, they will tell you that most of the time, their wives will be trying to tell them all this long story and the man is trying to get to the end results. And then what happened? What can I be of use? What can I do? What can I say to change anything? We are problem solvers. We are not complainers. If you as a man, especially as a young man, you need to learn how to not complain too much by learning how to be a problem solver. That is number two. Learn how to be a problem solver. Don't complain too much. Too much complaining does not speak well of you. Now, Number three, be hygienic. Now, I will kind of broaden this up a little bit. I'll broaden this up a little bit. So, previous episode, I talked about how a man carries himself, how you dress, the type of clothes you wear, the cologne you wear, all that stuff. So, when I say be hygienic, I'm going to broaden this a little bit. Healthy, try to stay healthy. Your health speaks to that. How you will dress, how you will carry yourself, the type of cologne you will use, the type of clothes you wear, how you brush your hair, how you brush your beard if you do have one. All that, your, your clean clothes, all that speaks to who you are as a man, who you are as a person. So as a man, as much as I maneuvered my way around, and figure these things out early. A lot of young men are not used to this. They are not used to the idea that you have to be really hygienic and, and take off yourself, be clean, be healthy, eat healthy. Don't eat trash. Don't eat trash. In my teenage years, in my early 20s, even the late 20s, I believe, I was still not eating that healthy at all. I eat healthy, be healthy. Don't eat all this junk food. Just eating pork and ribs all the time. That is not healthy. That is not healthy. And this is going to come back in some of the points that I did. I did a list down here. It's going to come back. So I'm going to touch on it again. However, the third thing is as a man, be more hygienic oriented. Pay attention to, to how you sanitize yourself, basically. How clean you keep yourself. Not only physically, but internally as well. Your mind. Get your mind off trash. Don't keep trash on your mind. Don't keep OnlyFans page stuff on your mind all the time. Don't keep pornography on your mind all the time. Don't do that stuff. That's why I was saying that I was. I would try to broaden this be hygienic a little bit. That it goes beyond just 
the sanity of it. And it goes beyond just healthy. It goes beyond just carrying yourself, right? Staying clean, clean clothes or using nice colognes, which I mentioned in the previous episode, to appear right. How you appear to people, it's exactly how they will address you. But I'm going beyond that to say, even in your mind, keep your mind clean. Don't, don't fill your mind with filthy stuff. It's not necessary. It's not necessary and it's not healthy for you mentally as a man. It's not healthy for you. We will get more details into that gradually as the episodes proceed. Not today as new episodes keep coming. I'll probably pick this cleaning your mind as, as a topic by itself to discuss, as a subject by itself to discuss. Now, the fourth thing is set goals for self. Plan towards the future that you want to have. It's one of the things that, especially if you're a young man, you are not looking to. Most of the time, most young men in, 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 our, in the teenage years, we always think life is fun, life is beautiful. We focus on so many things that are unnecessary. We don't plan for the future because we think we are teenagers. We think we are young. The best time to start planning for the future, in my opinion, is in your early teenage years. As much as your brain might not be necessarily developed to the point where you made good decisions, making good plans for the future is good. Now, the, these plans can change later on because as people grow, sometimes people get different mindsets, right? However, set goals because it keeps you disciplined. Set goals for yourself and work towards that goal. Where do you want to see yourself in that future? So, you set a long-term goal and all these short-term goals that you'll be setting are goals that are pushing you closer and closer to the long-term goal. I hope you get what I mean. So you set goals for yourself. You plan your life where you want to be. Most of the big celebrities that we know, if you go back to listen to their stories, I believe Kobe even mentioned this. Rest in peace to Kobe. He even mentioned this, that at a very young age, he knew he wanted to do this and he was willing to work hard for it, work extra hard towards that goal. That is the kind of mindset we need. You set goals, a long-term goal, and every short-term goal that you set is supposed to push you a little bit closer to that goal. For example, health, right? So you set a long-term goal. You set a long-term goal. Actually, let's go to the next point and I'll push in the, the health piece of it. I'll push in the health piece of it. So the next piece is after setting your goals is don't get addicted to nothing that is not your dreams, right? So it ties back in. That's why I wanted to push it a little forward before I talk about it. It ties back into setting these goals. So don't get addicted to anything that is not pushing you towards your dreams or your goals. You have, as a young person, as a young lady, as a young man, you set these goals for yourself. That is where I want to be. That is the kind of life I want to have. That is what I want to build for me and my future family or my present family, my nuclear family, whatever it, the case may be. You set these goals. Now, don't get addicted to anything other than things that push you towards that goal. For example, Getting addicted to pornography will not necessarily push you towards your goal. 
But guess what? Getting addicted to working out and staying healthy will push you towards your goal. How is that? So you set goals and you set plans. Setting goals and having these plans for the future, these long-term goals, means you see yourself living that long to see these goals become a reality, to see these goals come to life, which means you need to stay healthy for that goal to be fulfilled. So getting addicted to staying healthy is an addiction that you have, but somewhat a good addiction. And I know sometimes people get extreme with those, and I think we can get into that a little later. But now let's talk about the, the safer borders of getting addicted to staying healthy. So you eat good, you eat healthy, you work out, you work on your health, because you are addicted to this, making sure that you live longer for that future goal that you set. Because you don't want to set these goals and set these plans and be unhealthy. And unfortunately for you, you might leave this earth before these future goals. So yes, don't get addicted to anything that is not pushing you towards your goals. Don't get addicted to anything. Only work on things that are pushing you towards those goals. So number six. So we are, we already have five so far. We have identify who you are as a person, what you like best about you. Don't complain too much, especially as a man and especially around people you are not familiar with. Don't complain too much. Don't, don't talk too much. Be hygienic. Stay clean, healthy. Present yourself right. Set goals for yourself. Number four, plan towards the future that you want to have. Number five, don't get addicted to anything that is not pushing you towards your dreams. Number six, be respectful. Now, that is one of the important ones to me, especially in today's age, because there were a lot of people out there that is teaching young men to be alpha, to be masculine. And majority of these ideas come from the red pill manosphere, right? And most of them are teaching young men, even grown men, to be bitter, angry, and disrespectful. And so when you look at social media, there is always some back and forth going on about a red pill manosphere person going at it with a feminist. And there is always some disrespect somewhere. Being a man does not mean you have to be disrespectful. We need to understand that whatever we throw in the world comes back to us. If you throw in the world positive energy, positive energy will most likely follow you. It will find its way back to you. If you throw in the world, you throw in the universe a respectful way of life, it will find its way back to you. If you are respectful towards people, there is a less chance of seeing anybody disrespect you. You respect yourself so well that you respect others very well. And that is seen. And subconsciously, people even react to that. People react to how you respect yourself and how you respect them. So in return, they give you respect. Don't be disrespectful. The red pill manosphere is now teaching young men to just be disrespectful 
towards females, towards women, towards feminists. It doesn't matter. If, even if you don't agree with them, you, if you disagree with people, you can still learn things from people that you disagree with. Always assume that the person you're speaking to knows something that you don't, right? So don't just dis disagree with people and because of that, you disrespect them. That is what the Red Pill Manusphere, I believe, majority of them, not all of them, is teaching people that when you disagree with people, you tend to be disrespectful towards them. And so for that, because they disagree with feminists, they are most all the time, most of the time, disrespectful towards feminists. Even males, other men, they are disrespectful towards other men that disagree with them. So taking me, for example, I know a time will come that I'll probably get a bunch of these red pill folks all over in my comments throwing shots and insults because I don't go the route that they're trying to go. I don't say the things they want men to say. I don't disrespect women the way they probably would want men to disrespect women. As a man, it speaks really well of you if you are respectful. You carry those with you. A respectable, uh, respectful person, a respectful person is respected most of the time wherever they go. Because you can see in their body language, you can see in how they carry themselves that these people or this person is very respectful. And most of the time, they respect themselves too. They don't put themselves in wrong scenarios where people can easily disrespect them. They don't do that. So another rule for you, another rule that you can put in your pocket, work on it if you are not already there, is to be respectful. Even if you disagree with people, be respectful. Now, rule number seven, don't bully or undermine the weak. Help motivate the weak. You know how we have the, the beta male the alpha and the sigma, which I mentioned previously. It's like one of those terms that, honestly speaking, even though I did an episode about it, I hated talking about it. Separating men into alpha and beta, it's not my strong suit. I don't do well in, in that environment. But I did, I did try my best in the previous episode to kind of dissect that and break it apart. But generally, I try not to separate men into alpha and beta. However, most of the time, what especially the red pill or the super alpha, super masculine men do is when they, they come across anybody that seems to be weak, either a child, a woman, another man that they think is weak or mo most, most of the time is weak or is a beta male, they try to bully them in some sense. Not, not just bully them as the bully that we know from schools and stuff, but also bully them as in they, they undermine them. They think of them as less of them. Even when they have a conversation with them, they speak to them as though they are speaking to a child. They speak to them as though they are speaking to a child. They don't see them as equal. And as a man, 
you need to work on that. Make sure that you treat people equal. Even if you think they are weak, even if you think they are a beta males, or a beta male, if you, even if you think the person is a beta male, as a man, motivate them to get better. That is something you need to throw in the universe. You need to, to work on for your society, for the community, for the benefit of the entire community. So if somebody is weak, the least you can do is to motivate them to get better. Not to look down on them. Not to be super masculine and just throw that in their faces all the time. It's like the rich always throwing his riches in the poor's face. What does that do? Nothing. In worst case scenario, the poor might rob you. They might plan negative things towards you. But guess what? If you are rich financially and what you do is you try to better the lives of those that are poor, you try to motivate them to also get up and do something better and not play the victim role and just get their asses off the seats and get something to do, motivate them, they look at you different. They look at you like a real man. They look at you like a leader, like a man is supposed to be. Don't look down on people. That is another rule. Don't look down on people. Either you disagree with them, either you think they are a child, because even if it is a child, they are just naive to things, or their brain is not mature to things, or they just don't know enough yet. So you don't just disrespect people just because you think they are younger, like Ethan was doing with Sebastian. Like Ethan from H3 Podcast, he always, like in the interview with Sebastian, always kept throwing that in there that you are only 24, you are only 24, something like that. Because in his mind, you don't know better, right? You don't know better. And when people do that, it speaks of insecurity in them. People that are very secure about themselves, they don't try to put their money or they are super masculine, or all that in the faces of people that they deem less than them, or they deem weaker than them. They don't do that. So when somebody's trying to do that, like the DJ Academics incident on the Fresh and Fit podcast, when he was talking to that young lady about how she sounds masculine, and I'm richer, and you guys live in Section 8, and all that stuff, that speaks of insecurity. And that is a person that somewhat allegedly see himself as a red pill. Now, look at that example. Is that the type of man you want to be? Is that the type of man you want to be? Forget about the riches and all, because money does not do nothing if, if you are not respected as a person. You can have all that money. But if you are looked at as a fool, if you are looked at as an idiot, all that money doesn't really count. You were seen as trash in your society. It doesn't count. And DJ Academic says to himself, allegedly, that he's a red pill, right? So just think about that. Is that the type of man you want to be? The type of man that just disrespects women because they disagree with them and throw their money in their faces? No. No, that is not a good trait, a good trait for a man. A man is supposed to be respectful towards other people. Don't bully, undermine people. Don't do that. 
motivate people to get better. That is a trait of a man. Motivate, motivate them to get on your level. That is what a man, that's what a man is supposed to do. Don't look down on people. It does not speak well of you as a man. It does not. Now, now let's get let's get into some of the the more a lot more matured stuff. Because we all know, as a man, you at some point will want to find you a partner. You at some point want to find you a partner. And this rule specifically speaks to that. Learn the difference between love, lust, and like. I'm going to repeat that one more time. Learn the difference between love, lust, and like. On so many previous episodes that I recorded on Tuxedo Time, um, the podcast, and if you don't know about Tuxedo Time, go ahead and check it out. I'll put the link in the description um, so you can check it out. So many episodes that we've recorded over there with me and Stasia, I have mentioned so many times that love is not necessarily a feeling. It's a choice. Like is more likely geared towards feelings than love is. Love is mostly a choice. That is something that I personally hold. You don't have to believe it. But at some point, I will I will get more into it. Or if you can check out the Tuxedo Time podcast. I think I talked about it on one of the episodes. I'll find it and put it in the description. That love is a choice. One of the rules for a young man or even for women is to know or learn the difference or learn to differentiate between love, lust, and like. Most of the time, as men, we love to lead relationship with lasting. It's very obvious for men. When we see women that are pretty and beautiful, curvy, whatever, being whatever that we want in a woman, the first thing is, I want that. That is not necessarily love. And I know people say love at first sight and all that stuff. I don't believe in it. I really don't. I think people choose. And so if it is a love at first sight, then you chose to love this person on sight but not necessarily a feeling that came upon you like like a Holy Ghost feeling or something. No, I don't believe that personally. And you don't have to take my word for it, even though this rule will be good for you to know the difference. As men, we lead with lust. We lust after them. We lust after the women. Then we like them as we start talking and then we choose to love them. Now, if your brain is not matured enough to understand the differences, and then you start thinking that just because the sex is good, that you are in love, it blurs your vision. You might not even see red flags. And God knows, if you get in contact with the wrong person, it will fuck your life up. We can see it play out on media over and over and over. It will mess your life up. 
it can even mess up the dreams and the plans, the goals that we mentioned previously that you set for yourself. It can even mess that up. So learn to know the difference between lust and like and love. Not every woman that you meet is somebody that you are in love with. Nope. Some people, you are just lusting after them. And deep down, you know you don't even like them. Not to talk of love them. Know the difference. Learn how to differentiate when you like somebody versus when you are lusting after them. Because most of the time, young men confuse lusting after people for love. Just because they have this feeling that they want to get in bed with them, they think that it's love. And as a young man, if you don't learn the difference, sex will cloud your brain from seeing red flags, from seeing false things that you are supposed to see. Learn the difference. And at some point, we'll get much more into it, especially talking about love being a choice, choosing to love somebody, choosing to be there no matter what. That is not necessarily a feeling. You don't feel like you're going to be here no matter what. You don't feel like this person that you are with is going through tough time, going through cancer, going through whatever that we can think of, mental issues, and your feeling is keeping you stuck. No, you choose to stay. You choose to love this person, so you choose to stay. It's the same way that people say, I choose to not be here no more. I don't love you no more. Why? Most of the time, it's not because they don't like them because we know a lot of couples that go through divorces and stuff that we clearly know these people still like each other. They are just choosing not to love each other no more. But we will get more into that. We will get more into that on another episode. So I believe we are on rule number nine. Be mentally ready for tough times. Prepare yourself for these things. And life, I think, is one of the the things that I mentioned on the previous episode when I talked about life being hard. Life is freaking hard. Not kidding you. Life is hard. And if you are a young man, you are now about to experience life. You are now about to go through all these things. And as much as we plan, so when we talked about setting plans and setting goals, we, we, we set all these plans and goals and work towards it. But we working towards this is about this size of control that we have over, over the things in our life. Everything else we don't usually have control over. Life will hit you. Life will really hit you. So be prepared for tough time. Be prepared to go through stuff. Be prepared to go through divorces. Be prepared to go through deaths. Be prepared to go through breakups. Be prepared to go through losing friends, losing money. Be prepared to go through all these things. Prep yourself for tough time. Because I promise you, if you don't, one day, as simple of an incident can be, can move you right straight into depression. Can move you right straight into a mental state that is not healthy for you. Because you didn't prep yourself. Prep yourself for tough time. 
be ready for tough times. That life is just life. It's hard. It's tough. And shit happens. And that is why we talked about earlier not to be a complainer. Don't be a complainer. Be problem solvers. Life will throw stuff at you. Solve these problems one after the other. If you can solve it right away, put it on the back burner, go solve other problems, and then come back and tackle it. Because that is how life is. It will keep throwing stuff at you. Be mentally prepared. Prep yourself for tough time. Because life is fucking hard. When you are a young boy, when you are still a young man, probably living with your parents or teenager, life feels good because you have this girlfriend of yours. You get to eat your mama's food. You take your girlfriend to your mama's house. You do all that stuff. Oh, you will soon be welcome to life where you will have to buy your own car to pick this person up. You have to figure out your own apartment or your own house. You have to figure out what to wear, the colognes to buy, money to buy these things, money to put yourself in, in, in a status that you want to be in to carry yourself right. All these things are about to start hitting at you. So be ready. Life is hard. Life is hard. Disappointments are on your way. That's the least of it. That's the least. Disappointments, breakups, divorces, Losing people, losing money. All these things are so much ahead of you. Be prepared mentally for tough time. Rule number 10, be unique. Be unique. A very important rule. There is only one you. Yes, you. There is just one you. Somebody else might have your exact name out there. They are not you. You are you and it's just you. Be different, be unique, because you already are. Don't try to blend in with people. Most of the time, as a young man, if you were a young man, some of the things that you do is to seek approval from your fellow friends, your fellow people that you mingle with and all. You don't need people to approve of who you are. Once you set yourself straight on a good path for your success, you don't need people's approval. You cannot please everybody at the same time. You cannot do that. There is just one you. So be unique. Be different. Break it down even to the simplest, the basics of it. Be unique even how you dress. Be unique. Be different. Carry yourself different. When you enter an environment, let people see that you are there. Not because you do anything, but because you are unique and you are different. When you speak, let your thoughts be different. Don't try to blend in with people. Don't try to be like everybody else. Think for yourself. Be different because there is just one you. If you look at all these big celebrities and all these big people, great people that we have in the world now, if these people come in a space, they don't have to speak. Their presence speaks. Their presence speaks. And as much as, let's say, for example, Jay-Z, right? People don't like Jay-Z because people associate him with the Illuminati and all that stuff. And I'm not saying there might not be any powers they be or anything. Sure. I, I believe there is something fishy, especially in Hollywood, right? But I don't dwell on those so much. I'm, I'm focusing on my life, the goals that I set, and what I'm pushing towards. But let's, let's use Jay-Z as an example. 
he has built himself to the status where when he speaks, things change. Even when he puts a verse on a rap or on a song, music changes for a minute. When it comes into an environment in a space, it's changed a little bit. Everything changes a little bit around him. Why? He carries himself so different and try to be so unique from his mind, his thinking, his business ways, all the way to the basics like how he carries himself. Be unique. There is just one you. Salute.